Yes, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first and testify? To Jesus. I'll go, Brother Vivek. Yeah, let's go. Um, good evening, everyone. <clears throat> Uh, last week, um, I gave praise and glory and thanks and honor to God as I was awaiting test results. Uh, I continued to build uh, all, of, all of my faith muscles by bringing, by bringing 2 Corinthians 4.18 alive in my life. So we fix our eyes not on what we see, but what, we've, what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Uh, what I was seeing were all the facts, were all the facts of the report, different pains in different parts of the body, nauseous all the time, tiredness. Um, but I decided to ignore all of that and I just fixed my eyes on Jesus and the word that was, that was in my heart I just kept repeating and repeating and repeating. Uh, and during that time when I was feeling like that, when someone did ask me, how are you feeling? Um, I would always say, yeah, I'm really good. Um, because I didn't want the devil to get the, uh, to, to, to get the upper hand in the situation at all. And, and I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted Jesus to win. And um, I kept rebuking all of those negative thoughts and always brought it uh, to obedience uh, and into captivity uh, at the foot of the cross of, uh, of Jesus. And I kept constantly, constantly, constantly just praising him and thanking him and repeating, repeating it, uh, repeating all the scriptures that were there at any point in time, whatever, could, whatever I could remember, I, I would just say it. I don't know how many times I've said it, but I just kept repeating it. And I especially want to thank you, Brother Vivek, uh, for praying with me and asking me to reach out to someone in the prayer group, which I've done, uh, to, be, to be a prayer partner. Um, I, and and coming into agreement that all those results are going to be uh, are going to be perfect, and glory to God, thanks to God, and honor to God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I just came back from the doctor this evening, and every result was even better than what it was last last time. And this is the power of prayer. This is the power of faith. Uh, and I just wanted to declare this, uh, you know, as a testimony because the devil hates testimonies, and this is this is how we give glory to God. Uh, I also wanted to thank you for confidentiality reasons. I'm not saying the situation, but I also wanted to thank you, Brother Vivek, for uh, your spirit-filled direction. I know I was, uh, I know when I called you, I, you know, it was quite a challenging uh, time that I was going through, and I discussed the situation with you. And you gave me like a very simple prayer, you know, and I, I you know, it, and it goes like this. Uh, I soak and then the names of the people, Abba Father, I soak the names of the people in the precious blood of Jesus and Abba Father, I seal them with the holy name of Jesus. This is so powerful. I even gave it to, I even gave this prayer to Sim, my daughter, who was facing a challenging situation at work. The situation de-escalated from 100 to zero, just like that. Uh, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Holy Spirit. 
I also have written my vision of what I want and I'm continuing to um, create both that audio and that video and continuing to walk in faith that all that I'm praying for will be answered prayers. Um, thank you, God. I just want to use this platform to thank God that uh, I am part of this amazing and supportive prayer group led by God's chosen people like Brother Vivek, Brother Russell, Sister Shanine, Brother Savio, and the Divine Mercy and Holy, Holy Rosary group with one common vision um, to grow people in faith and win souls for God's kingdom. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Les. God bless you. <clears throat> Praise the Lord, brother. Yes, Christian. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this anointed group and all the teachings of the morning encounter with the Lord, the daily reflections, the agreement prayers, and all the miracles for the glory of God, and especially for Sister Shanine's powerful praise and worship today, especially for the anointed prayer for unbelievers. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And this is linked to my testimony about a senior couple that I have been sharing this group's teachings and reflections with. And they were a devout couple, but out of religious duty, not so much for the love of Jesus. And together with the teachings, I encourage them to read the Bible and thank the Holy Spirit for giving them understanding of scripture. And praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I recently spoke to them after quite a long time. And I notice a huge transformation in their thinking and the way they speak. They no longer beg of Jesus, but the joy of the Lord now shines through them. Nehemiah 8.10. And they said that they began reading the Bible with concentration, along with the Holy Eucharist and daily prayers and rosary. After the miracle that their property was sold while being in a challenging area, which I have already previously shared um, on declaring Isaiah 45, 2 and 3. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break down the gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron and give you hidden treasures so you may know I am the Lord. And they shared their favorite Psalms with me, Psalm 17, 23, 27, 28 and 91. And they said they now go to mass out of love for Jesus and are sharing the word of God as people are approaching them for prayers or praise and glory to Jesus, such a joy to witness this transformation. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for making Hebrews 4.12. The word of God is truly alive, active, and sharper than a double-edged sword. Come alive and active in them. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you so much, brothers and sisters. Thank you, brother. God bless. Thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you Christian. Thank you, God Jesus. God bless. Praise the Lord. Nick. Yes. And Pierinia. Uh, yes, uh, brother, I would like to testify. Our son Diane has got his Australian student visa. Uh, all glory to God. And he's going to Australia on Monday. And he'll be seeing his sister after three and a half years. So all glory to God. Thank you very much, Brother Vivek, for guiding me. And also I have uh, contacted Sister Jane as well. Uh, so thank you, everyone. Uh, all the family members in this group. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Vivek, I would just like to yeah. pay praise and thank you to the Lord. 
for his powerful word that he, that is put in our lives every day. That we can speak from our mouth and know that things happen in the spirit and then in the physical. We praise and thank you, Lord, that we can change things that we see by the words we speak. Praise and thank you, Lord, for, for just the gift of my breath every day, for the gift of life, for those in my life. I give glory and praise to the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Uh, not very clear. Okay. Um, is it better now? Yeah. No, a little much better than before. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, um, uh, Hello, Vivek, I think I lost the signal. Am I back again? Yeah, okay, now you're now you're back, so okay, okay. Praise you, Jesus, praise you, Abba Father, praise you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for the gift of life, for all the people that you have blessed me with in my life, my family, my friends, relatives, people at work. Thank you, Lord, for your constant favor over my life. Thank you for shielding me and my family with your abundant favor. Thank you for guiding me in my day-to-day -day activities, helping me at work, especially in difficult situations where there are no answers. You are always there to guide me like a sweet, Sweet, sweet brother, like a shepherd, you are there to get me out of all the difficult situations that I encounter, Lord. I yes. praise you and glorify you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have filled our hearts with wisdom, Lord. It's because of your word, which the word that has renewed our minds, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you have filled our hearts with joy. You have filled our hearts with never-ending joy. Thank you for the revelations that are revealed to the world, Lord, to Brother Vivek, to Brother Russell, to Sister Shanine, and to everyone, uh, all the lay leaders, you know, in, in the church, universal church, who help us to come closer to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your abundant uh, blessings over all my family members. Uh, in a very special way, uh, I'd like to thank the Lord. Yesterday, we were attending an adoration service in our church. We had the relic of Blessed Cardo Akutis, uh, you know, in our church yesterday, and we had a holy hour of adoration uh, for that. And uh, my son, uh, you know, had to step out of church for some reason, and uh, he was sitting in the church compound while the adoration was going on. And uh, this usually never happens. There is a security guard at the gate, but yesterday there was a man who walked inside. He bowed down at the all. I mean, in front of the church, and. He seen my son sitting at the right side. Uh, he went to him and uh, he started asking details like, what's your name? Which school do you go to? I have a candy. I have a great mobile phone. Do you want to see it? And uh, my son uh, was speechless because I had 
already groomed him that he's not supposed to answer to any stranger and by the grace of god the presence of the holy spirit there was the security person of the church you know seen that this man who was dressed in shabby clothes was talking to my son and he seen that my son was very uncomfortable he immediately went and rebuked that man and asked him not to bother my son anymore and that man just left the church my son was a bit uh, was slightly discomforted because he never expected somebody to come up to him in the church compound but all glory and praise to god while i was praying and singing inside the church and glorifying his name my god took care of my son outside the church by sending his his divine helper the security person who took care and intervened at the right time i praise and thank god for this mighty miracle and for always looking over our children i always soak my children in the precious blood of jesus and also all my family members as you have guided me vivek with the words of you know you always always covering your entire family with the blood of jesus so i praise god for this mighty miracle and thank him for protecting me and my family amen thank you jesus for blessing jenny and her family let her be a strong ministry lord whatever anointing you have given me lord give her a double portion of my anointing let it be upon her lord and let the anointing flow through her and through every person lord that she meets in the real financial industry that we i worked in before or till she touches their lives and they accept jesus christ as lord and savior and let her be a soul saver and soul winner for you lord. in jesus name amen amen thank you jesus amen amen thank you jesus Yes, would like to go and share photos. Hello, brother. Kiran. Hi, this is Kiran. Oh, Kiran. And this is my testimony. I would like to praise and thank the Lord for all the blessings He has bestowed on my family and me. He has blessed me with abundance. We received more than we have been asked for. For the wedding ceremony and the functions, they all went better than expected, and everything went on very smoothly. Wow. By the wow. great blessings of the Almighty, two families were united. We had a family priest who initially would not be able to make it, but at the last minute, he was able to. attend the wedding and bless us with his presence as well so i would like to praise and thank the lord and for all the blessings he has showered on us praise the lord thank you jesus hallelujah god jesus god bless you kiran and may you shine with your husband uh, and always be a light to the people in darkness bring christ to people and save people for christ because that is what we are called to bring jesus to others may your life and your married life be blessed and with abundance and may god's grace and favor be upon you and your husband forever in jesus name i pray thank you brother amen yes who else would like to testify and give glory to god i think all of us should testify if someone is there on this group who has never said anything i just want you to at least unmute and say thank you jesus if you have no testimony I just want you to stand up and shame the devil. Do not allow this day to go by without you unmuting and saying thank you, Jesus. Don't say anything. Just say thank you, Jesus. You stood up for the Lord. That's all it that matters. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hello, brother. Good evening, yes. brother. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I praise and thank God for all the all the blessings that He's showering upon each and every one of us, my family and all the families. I love Jesus very much. Amen. Thank you, sister, for standing up for Christ. God bless you and your family. Anyone else would like to share their testimony? Hello, brother. This is Vida. Yeah, Vida, good. And I would like to praise and thank the Lord for keeping us alive and for all his blessings upon us every day. Uh, I've been attending this session after five weeks. I'd like to thank him for the good holiday that he gave us. And as Kevin said, like we really had such a blessed wedding. And I'm sure it was with all the agreement prayers that Rashmi and our Brisbane group had put in together. I'd like to thank this group for their continuous support for each one of us. And very specially, I would like to testify is I went to India after six years. And I was very reluctant to go. As Rashmi and I stayed in the same building. <laughs> and my mother-in-law. And she not had it in a good relationship. And every time it would, you know, something would bother us. But Rashmi and I always we made agreement prayers and somehow I just made an agreement prayer with the Holy Spirit. We were a very happy family all the time. Right from the time Kiran was a baby, we were always together. But something, I don't know what happened in 2017 that brought some indifference in the families and it went to that extent where she would not interact with any of my family members. And that is why I had decided not to go to India. But this is, this is just a miracle. My mother-in-law was a part of every hour of the day, of every function that happened. From the time we went to Bombay till we left, Nobody would ever say that something, you know, had triggered in the family. And she was such a support to me and like always helping out with anything that we wanted. This was nothing but a miracle, which I cannot but only thank the Lord, because I would always think that how is it going to be possible that if I want to give my, you know, 100% to Kiran's family how am I going to support them because maybe she will not like it but not even a single minute did it happen every time she would she herself would come and there was a lot of I cannot say I just don't know but I know that this has only happened because of praise and as you always said brother always look 
at what you want to see. So that is what I have been doing. I've been looking at what I want to see and I have seen it. And although there were times our health had not been good all the time for the family there, but I always kept praising and thanking the Lord till we came back. And this was the first time, every time I went to India, I could feel the loss of coming back. But this was the first time I said, no, Jesus, I want to go back because I'm missing my prayer life tremendously. I'm not able to attend my sessions in life. And I used to really feel. So this time when I came, I was happy that I was coming back because I was happy that from today, I would able to make up for all the things that I have missed because I have got all this only after joining the prayer group and really knowing how to thank the Lord for all his blessings. And I would also like to testify that uh, one of my brethren-in-laws who is very much addicted to alcohol, but we sisters made an agreement. And during this time that we were there during the wedding, we were there continuously for five days and he was so supportive. Nobody would even know that he was, he's the same person. Alcohol was just not anything concerned to him during these days. And he was very cooperative with the family. And that is what we had visioned for. And we made an agreement prayer, like before the wedding, saying that this is all what we are going to see. And it has all come to pass. I'd like to praise and thank the Lord for this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Vera. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Brother, this is Russell here. Yeah. I just wanted to thank you for all that he is doing in our lives and in this prayer group as well. You see so many people that are connected with the word and, and their love for that word is just growing day by day. And what he's doing in our own personal lives as well. And today, as I'm just reflecting in the evening on Psalm 139, where, he, where David keeps talking about wherever I go, whether I'm in the depths of hell or wherever I am, there you are, Lord. And that connects me with and reminds me, there the Holy Spirit reminds me of Romans 1, where he says, no matter where you are, if God is for you, no one can stand against you and prosper. So today, this is not just a testimony. I'm also making it a prayer for everyone that is part of this prayer group or in somehow connected with you, even in, in distant acquaintance, your place of work. Let this be well today. No matter where you are, if God is for them, let that let there be a release in the spirit this day, Father. I just want to thank and praise you for your grace upon our lives. Thank you, Jesus, for your love that never ends, that, that light that you keep shining upon us every single day. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I thank and praise you for the wonderful week that has gone by, for all the things that you taught me this week, for the times you've been with me, getting me out of very difficult situations and allowing me to learn new things. Thank you, Lord, that you are always with me. Always, your hand of favor is always upon my life. And Lord, I always pray for this mighty prayer group that I'm part of. I know it's very powerful and very anointed. And we all know who are part of this prayer group. That we have the, the hedge of protection of the precious blood upon this prayer group. 
because every member of this prayer group is committed to praying that prayer of protection and the prayer of the blood of Jesus. We cannot start our day without covering and sealing our family members, our job, our finances, our relationships, our health, our life itself, that we are alive, our life. And every person of the Holy Spirit Prisoner Prayer Group and their families, so that we are part of a spiritual family that prays together. And, and being part of this prayer group itself is such a big blessing because so many people are connected and there is so much of the hedge of protection is upon people just because they are part of this prayer group. There's a blanket protection of the anointing of the Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus. And we pray for the ministering spirits to cover every person that is not coming to the faith who are wanting to come and join the prayer group, but for some reason the devil is keeping them away. And for the ones that have left the prayer group for some reason, uh, they don't even know how they have left it. Um, and that's the evil one who wants many people to leave. But we know, Lord, your hand of favor is upon them. The hand of grace is upon them. And grace is not something that we worked and earned. We are not got it because of our prayers. We are not got it because of our fasting. We are not got it because of our hard work. We are not got it because of our goodness and good deeds. We have got it because of what God did for us by giving Jesus. And the finished works on the cross brought us that grace. So grace comes through faith in Christ and his finished works on the cross. We, we, are so, we are so blessed in understanding this very spiritual law and putting it into practice. I pray, Lord Father, that this whole series that we are working on and you're teaching us through the anointing of the Holy Spirit helps us in our daily life that as we decree and declare, today as we understand the, the law of decree, how do we speak it out and how that law comes into effect and how that very spiritual uh, word, become, we become creators, not just a spoken word, creators that will bless our lives and I always pray that the hand of favor of God always runs upon is upon us and his blessings that are meant to overtake us and chase us always keeps chasing us. Let us focus on Christ and he has given blessings not to be behind us but to always overtake us. This is what his word says and we are believers in his word. That word is the truth. If we believe that his word is the truth that's all that matters in our life. That if that word is the truth, then whatever he says, it will come to pass because that truth alone will set us free. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for every good thing that and your grace that abounds in our life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yes, anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God? This is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane. I want to thank the Lord for the week gone by for all his blessings upon me and my family. I want to thank the Holy Spirit, especially for, I thought I could not attend the meeting today because I was in a, I'm in a different place. So I thought I will have to go to the recording and hear, but uh, I, would, I want to thank the Holy Spirit. He knows the desires of my heart. So the scripture I've got is that when you delight in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. So he knows my desire. Uh, my desire is I don't want to miss the prayer meeting and he has made it possible for me. So he planned the day in such a way that I don't miss this main teaching. So I really want to thank the Holy Spirit who leads me every minute of the day. From the time I get up till I go to bed, he's with me. He's leading me. His presence with me. I can feel it. I can see it. I can uh, give it. So I really want to thank the Holy Spirit for his guidance, brother, every day. And uh, regarding I, my financial blessings, I want to thank the Lord uh, for the agreement prayer I made with the 
uh, the, first with my prayer partner, my brother Savio. We made earlier last year, I think we prayed together for my financial blessings uh, with the business we are dealing with. Uh, it was on the way process, but nothing was nothing was in this physical. But um, but I know when the prayer was made, it is made in spiritual. It will show up. And uh, after my gave my my daughter gave my her testimony testimony, I wrote my testimony for the financial breakthrough at that time. So after I she got her miracle, um, I was inspired by the spirit again to um, make agreement prayer. So after that we made agreement prayer with first I made with my daughter, and then with brother Savio, brother Russell, and with you brother. And after the agreement prayer, I could see. Um, nothing was everything was silent started moving i could see everything nothing was happening it started happening everything was possible what could not happen that time it, it was happening and uh, i can say everything has been finished and uh, we are we are out for the testimony amen thank you jesus thank you lord thank you jane Actually, Jane, you are a true inspiration of how to use the gift of vision and pray because that is the most powerful prayer. And keep on declaring your completed job of what you have written in the testimony. Your testimony is that it's already done. It is not you are yes. going to get it. It's already received. So the, the, realm, the, the spirit realm does not understand anything else other than what you speak into it. So if you speak the completed work of that realm, it will bring that to pass. So remember to speak as a mature Christian in Christ. And Christ said it is finished. So let us understand that in agreement prayers, we should not pray and say, please let it happen. You know, someone will pass. Someone will get well. Someone, we should pray. We are healed. We have received. We are financially prosperous. Our bank balance are flooded. We have got so much that our hands are only ready to give. And God, you have opened the windows of heaven and blessed me so much in every area of my life. That is our way of praying. And that prayer is always heard. Let us focus on the finished works of our answered prayer than just saying that, Lord, please bless me. Please help me. So let's start declaring and commanding. That's the whole series we're learning this time of moving into that and understanding as believers what faith we have. Thank you, Sister Jane, for sharing your testimony. And... Uh, yeah, and, and thank you, Jesus. Also requesting people who have not got prayer partners on the group to have a prayer partner in your life. It's important that you have a prayer partner. Remember, this prayer group is not a massive prayer group where you are lost in the crowd. This is a family. So you need to have one person who is with you at all times, who understands you and supports you. Why do I say prayer partners? Because we all are believers. We are all again born again of the Holy Spirit. So we understand one another. And if you discuss the same thing perhaps with someone, they may not understand the way. So we talk of the finished works. We talk about the unseen realm. Someone who is not in the word would not understand what you're talking. You need a prayer partner. If you do not have a prayer partner, please put it up on the Telegram group. I would require a prayer partner. And, and someone can always, you know, become your prayer partner. Remember, a prayer partner can be a good friend as well who can help you and, you know, you could share certain things uh, in confidentiality and, you know, it should be done in such a way that all glory is given to God. God is the center of uh, that relationship. Uh, so focus should always be on Jesus, not on the people. And that's the beauty of having, becoming part of this prayer group. So if you are being blessed as Brother Russell, every morning puts it out and, you know, 
he always says that if you're being blessed, this great, this this beautiful prayer group is a gift to somebody who's waiting for that gift. Why don't we just, brother will share that link. Why don't you send this to one person today? Just one person who you feel, uh, you know, could be blessed by this beautiful family. Somebody else can be, uh, someone can be blessed. Like Sister Les shared her testimony. This prayer group stands up for everybody because you have got only one purpose here. Our purpose is there is no, there's no, no brother Vivek or brother Russell or brother Savio or any leader here. Christ is our leader. Holy Spirit runs this prayer group. There is no I here. It is we. There is no me here. This is ours. We are a family. And let this be very clear. The ingraining is the humility of Christ that has to be here. Because we are called to serve one another. Not here to stand up and say, I've got the anointing. Let me not say that. And that's why all glory is given to Jesus. So that's why I share and say testimony time is important because your testimony may save somebody in another continent in the world who you don't even know. So let us stand up and thank God for this. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who would like to testify? Hello, Brother Vivek. This is Rashmi here. I would yes. like to praise and thank the Lord for the gift of life and for all the answered prayers. Mm -hmm. I would like to thank Sister Shanin, you, Brother Russell, Brother Savio, Janela, and the entire team and the entire Brisbane group for all your prayers in, and agreeing with me. Everything went on very well. For Kiran's wedding, of course, I used to get very tired, tired. As a mummy, I would always think what, what has to be done. Uh, you know, that extra, this thing, mile to, I have to do this also, I have to do that. And all the time, my sisters told me, don't worry, everything will be fine. And I knew there were many people praying around me and I was to get the strength. I, all the time, I used to keep something on, on the TV, on YouTube. I would keep hearing Sister Jocelyn's um, teachings, uh, Brother Johnson's teachings. I have always kept myself busy with my work, but always hearing something in the background that strengthened me all the time. And that strength took me to, the, to complete all my tasks very faithfully and very nicely. I have not missed out on prayers, prayers. I have tried my level best to at least go to the repeat this thing and hear it. So, you know, everyone used to tell me, what, what did I said, no, I cannot live without this. You tell me, starve, don't eat any food. That was okay for me. But if you tell me don't attend, then I used to feel like, you know, I'm missing out on something. I want to, I want to. So that is my Brisbane family to me great support thank you thank you jesus for this group thank you brother thank you everyone god bless you all thank you jesus praise you jesus yes who else would like to testify give glory to god
anyone else would like to be thanking God, would you like to stand up for Jesus? Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is Amy. Yeah. I'd like to make a, um, I'd just like to give, uh, give glory to God for giving me a wonderful family, a good wife who has always been there for me through the hard times and she's always uh, busy at work and she comes home and even though uh, she's, we're not different from any other person she can be sort of like have a hard day at work they can be like even with their co-workers and can be sort of like really uh, hard on by and be so stressful but she just comes home and uh, I like to thank the our destiny help us and our guardian angels who give her the strength and the courage in her spirit to just keep on persevering she's drained She's, um, our kids are all grown up, but uh, even in the time when they're all very dependent upon us and uh, the energies were just, I could just see, I, I, was, I spoke to her, you know, how could she do it? I thought I worked hard, but when you see a mother doing work, I, um, the sacrifice that they got to go through, even it's like a double, um, career being a mother and then uh, and working it's just like I thought you know men work hard but when you see also mother what she goes through all the emotional uh, ups and downs and then it just it's it can be just even more draining I think being a mother is probably one of the most challenging hardest jobs if you can be a good mother I think you can be you can do anything you know I thought being a good heart, like an athlete and all that stuff. But my mother, when I, I had that, as being husband, when you get to be in a family, it is like, a, it, it's it's a job in itself. It's it's um, it's more demanding, both physically and spiritually. And if you, have, and I thank the Lord that um, even if I met this group, that was still, even though I was in sort of like uh, blessed with the, the kind of knowledge and how to use use the word and being taught by used blessed ministers, it's really good news of the gospel. Before you came in to be a more of a, a blessing and gift from God, life, um, we were, I was just uh, being raw in the word of God and uh, I always knew that uh, he was there with me and he's blessed us, but it was very, um, he, the burden in his, was sort of like a little bit more, it was stressful, it was like against the grain, but now we've learned a lot from each other, even though um, I thought that she wasn't, you know, he's not really strong in the word, but when she came one day to one of the our meetings and the healing sessions with Brother Johnson and um, she's, I, I was glad that the Holy Spirit led it there because when she, when Brother Johnson was doing, she had a sort of like a bad back and one of the nerves and uh, when 
Brother Johnson was doing a sort of like a, a deliverance to someone else that was on the floor, she sort of like her back clicked into the clicked into place. So, you know, I thank the Lord and the angels. Now, destiny help us in both in the spiritual realm, while also here. That I'm, I'm more aware of these uh, spirits that are around us that belong to our Father God. That they're also listening to our prayers and requests, and they're going out to do all that we command them in the name of Jesus and how the way in which He pleases, of course, um, to do our do our desires and goals and our safety and um, in the way in which He wants to uh, accomplish and prosper. I think, and I think this kind of wonderful skills that um, that we need to know, the knowledge to do our spiritual battles. Because I really, through the hard times, I seen my, I learned from my uh, my my wife who's, uh, you know, we all have our iniquities and stuff like that. But I've learned very much how how God works, even though. Uh, they could be an atheist or something like that, but I'm sh sure that now she has a much more of awareness, of spiritual awareness, that there is a, a living, true living God. And what, well, what she witnessed in one of the deliverances, I'm very glad and enjoyed that, um, that, uh, that uh, how God can work to a, uh, to a materialistic person and make this open. In, in all these kind of ways that you could never imagine. I couldn't put sort of like convince her or try to force it upon her, but I I have a sort of like little visions and steps to ask God to lead her into the way of um into the way of everlasting and she and we're blessed with uh, also that he blessed us with our children and they're learning from the all the habits she doesn't like. Uh, she's a very, uh, I'd say, uh, meek kind of person. Um, but um, she also, uh, the, the kids learn by her actions and examples that she, you know, like um, do, keep on doing her work and they can see in their eyes and they learned and they inherited in their own hearts and they carry on these kind of values that the that they inherit from their parents. It's true, it's through the essence of our living God. And I'd like to thank, thank God, the God, our living Father, who gave us all our families and our mothers stuff, that they're, um, they're, they make me, uh, I like to thank the God to lead me to that the person and to share our lives with. And, um, and he'll be there with us all through our lives, together with our guardian angel and ministering spirits, and our mother Mary, you know the rosary prayers, and it's it's all, and the use they come together. You're all part of this destiny, and I uh, like to thank the Lord that that you, as we part ways from this earth, uh, we lead us safely to Him, and with the angels to lead, to lead us safely to death. To the light of his kingdom in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Yes, you can take a couple of more testimonies, if there are, and then.
livestock. Is there anyone who would like to thank you, Jesus? Just say thank you, Jesus. Uh, Brother Vivek, it's Kathy speaking here. I would just, I would just like to praise and thank God for uh, my husband, who has every six months he has tests. And um, I pray, I see a vision that he is totally healed in Jesus' name. And when he went for all the blood tests and everything, uh, he went back to the doctor. His PSA has gone down and there's no cancer. He's absolutely free of cancer. He's not, no cancer at all, never had any cancer. And the doctors are so amazed that someone whose PSA is so high, there is absolutely no no cancer whatsoever. So I praise and thank God for his healing of my husband, who is doing so well. So I just praise and thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, if there's anyone else, or else we can start. Okay, Brother Russell, can we make the announcements? Yeah, thank you, Brother. A warm welcome to all those that are attending this session with the Brisbane Prayer Group for the first time. Um, I've shared links in the chat group on YouTube as well as on our Zoom chat for joining the prayer group on Telegram. You'll just have to download the Telegram app and then click this link and you should be able to join in. That's these two we wrote and an opportunity for you to share your prayer requests there on that platform where others can pray with you as well. And then you can join others to pray with their pray on their prayer requests as well. Um, also an update on our uh, sessions for all those that are new. We do hold these Bible study sessions every Friday evening around this time. That's starting at 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. These are aired on Zoom as well as on YouTube live. We also hold morning encounters, daily morning encounters, 365 days a year. That's run at 7 p.m. 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Again, on both these are also stored on uh, Zoom as well as uh, sorry, on YouTube, as well as our uh, Facebook page and our Spotify podcast page. We also have daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions every evening at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, Monday to Thursday. And then on Fridays, because we have the Bible study in the evenings, that session of Divine Mercy and the Rosary is run at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, we normally hold our uh, these Friday Bible study sessions in uh, for the first Friday of the month in church. We're currently reviewing that setup uh, on whether we can hold it in the first on the first Friday of February. So we will keep you updated in the coming weeks. Uh, that's held at St. Dimpanas Church at Aspley in Brisbane. So if you are in Brisbane and we are able to run those sessions in person, I'd encourage you to come and join us uh, for those sessions there. 
I'll also share a link for downloading the I Confess Boldly Scriptures for those of you that do not have that. It's available in a few languages uh, on this platform. You can see that in the Zoom chat now and very shortly in YouTube. Yeah. So you can click that link. It's a Google Drive folder. You'll be able to see um, the, the I Confess Boldly Scriptures that you recited this evening. They're available in a few different languages. Choose one that uh, works best for you. Praise and thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As we start this session, let us remember to herald the power of our word, the spoken word, as in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. Remember, every word that leaves our mouth as believers is an answered prayer. So you could say this after me. If you want your word to be as powerful as a believer, so you believe that every prayer that you make from your mouth will always be answered. And this is the scripture that says that. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it out in faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father God, I come into your Holy Spirit. Uh, come into your into your holy presence in the name of Jesus. And I cover and seal every person that is here attending right now. Father, the anointing of the Holy Ghost be upon every person right now. Let them listen to this word. This is that same word that is that rich mana from heaven. The very richness of our life. The word that makes us have plenty. We shall never lack, always be prosperous. In every area of our life. This is that same word. That we claim and hold on to. Yes Lord. This is that very truth. On which our life is based. The very book of life. On which our whole life is written. The very alpha and the omega. You are alone are the. Author and finisher of our faith. Yes Father. And I come in, in that very holy. Place in the name of Jesus. With his precious blood. And cover and seal every word I speak. I repent for every sin I've committed in the flesh, in spirit, in my mind. And Lord, I, I forgive every person in my life. If there's anyone who's harmed me. Because as I speak your word, that very precious word that leaves my mouth, it should be only for your glory. As your servant speaks it out, Lord. It should be for your very purpose and only for your will to be done in this Take all of me and give me all of you, Lord, that I'm fully consumed by you and your love. And let the people of this prayer group be blessed mightily beyond their thoughts and beyond everything because your favor will always be ahead of them over their lives. And I know, Lord, what I've prayed right now is an answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Lord. So we are going to conclude this session of 
the spiritual laws and understanding this. First of all, how many of you are truly blessed by this? If anyone is blessed, put an amen. If you are truly blessed, if you really like this, this series, all glory to God, not to the preacher. It's only to God. Thank you, Lord, for revealing the things to us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. For the ones who are blessed, put an amen. If you really were enjoying the series, so the Holy Spirit gives us much, much better series teaches us and gives only glory to our Lord Jesus Christ, only to him, not to anybody else. Amen. Okay, let us remember one thing. As we have done a little bit of a recap, we did the covenants and Brother Russell is in fact covering them in the morning encounters. But remember, every covenant is that very bonding which God has clearly said, if you do this, I will do that for you. And that's a covenant, is a total union of two people who are very like marriage is a covenant the same way God has married his word to us and let that word be the truth in our life and we also know one thing that God does not respect uh, he's not a respecter of persons and we have seen that brother can we go back to that scripture Acts 10 20, 34 this is the first thing that we remember there's nothing like a, you know a saint or a tag that you carry and say, oh, he's a holy person. He prays all day, so he's a holy person. God will give him the greatest thing. <clears throat> then Peter began to speak. Yes, brother, can you read this? Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism. This is important for us to understand that the God is not a respecter of persons means that his law works for everyone and that is important. If somebody tells you that he or she can only pray and only she and he can have the power, all the power is only with them, it's a total wrong statement because here it clearly says that there's no favoritism and Jesus came only for the sinners. He says, I have not come for the righteous, I came for the sinners and praise God that I stand up and say, yes, Lord, you came for me and for everyone. Because all of us have fallen short of the grace of God. Because we have a holy God we serve. And so very important that we understand that in order for our lives to be a life of holiness, in order for them to be manifested in our life, for the laws of God to work for us at all times, we must be confident in them. And confidence only comes from the word of God. I just want to just share this and I, last time I also said it, nowhere in the Bible you can see Jesus ever said, "My, I have healed you or I have done this for you. He always says, remember this, and this is important. Your faith has healed you. So if you understand this very clearly and say, it is your faith that has healed you, it means people who understand this law and apply it, see the result. Okay? So unless and until you have understood this and bring this to pass in your life and understand the spiritual laws and how they work, you will see the result. Because God's whole, whole system is already designed. People who understand it and operate according to what is written in his word can always see the result that they want to command in their life. Amen? Now, let's go ahead and see Hebrews uh, Hebrews 1.3. It's just a recap a little bit of last time till we go and 
the sun is the radiance of god's glory and the exact representation of his being sustaining all things by his powerful word after he has after he had provided purification for sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven okay so praise god so the sun is the radiance of god's glory and exact representation of his being sustaining all things not some things all things by his powerful word so remember the word is very important and as many times even the morning uh, encounters brother us keeps saying that you know, you know the word of god is alive and active and we know that proverbs 18 20 21 is important but we should remember as believers that if you speak negative words you are sowing seeds of negativity and they will come to pass many people see a lot of affliction in their life because they have spoken those words and those words have actually turned uh, and grown into a full tree and they will eat the fruit of that tree so unless you cancel them in the name of jesus because jesus became a curse on the cross that's the only way you can come out of the words that you know you have spoken because our words are our own trap sometimes they stop us from getting the blessing that god wants to give us so let's go there so god's word is the highest authority and let's remember this we wrote this down god's word is the highest authority okay meditating on it day and night will influence you with faith and help you to stand strong in your authority now confidence can only come when you know god's word so well that you know if he has written it he will do it okay we had clearly uh, you know talked about joshua 18 we'll stick to those two scriptures again and stick to them joshua 18 this is from the last time so actually we are recapping this and then moving ahead what we had learned keep this book of the law always on your lips meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful okay and see god's word always says that now if you feel a little bit down or weary you could just take the next verse as well the next verse um can you read 9 as well if somebody is feeling down or discouraged just remember this verse as well what the lord is saying have i not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go as brother russell said if god is for me no one can be against me here it clearly says the lord your god will be with you wherever you go and you should always say lord you are with me wherever i go then why should i be worried why are these thoughts coming after me what is going to happen lord you have full authority and control over these things you take full control over them now i used to always think you know that when you surrender to the lord especially your troubles and your worries you know sometimes you wonder why should i trouble god but do you know one thing god wants us to surrender because it is not ours it is his this body is not ours it is his and we are not asked we are commanded to do okay i think brothers 1.1 peter 57 right can you take me there
cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you how many of us get into anxiety every day what will happen okay how will it happen what will happen to our days forget everything our job the things the tough things that we go through in our jobs are uh, the tough decisions we have to make sometimes you know we have to satisfy so many people talk to the bosses and there's anxiety all the time and he says cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you it doesn't say please cast it says cast you are commanded to do it you're not allowed and given an exception to say okay i'll choose not to do it jesus says i want it are we getting this there's a difference between i may choose to do it and a difference between saying i may decide if i want to do it or not he says cast he doesn't say please cast you may choose to cast or you may decide if you would like it or not he says cast all and not some he says all so if you're going through a troubled time or torturous time and you're anxious about anything he says cast all remember the words cast all it's not cast some not please cast but it is cast all and this is an important learning for somebody who can pick up these two words many times you just say cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you and we all say that yes but the first two words are important because it says cast all so this means it is not a choice it's a command are we getting this it's a command yeah brother yes it is it's not a choice that god is telling you that you may decide to do it he says i want it because you are mine i bought you i want this so cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you amen i hope people are getting this any one of you anxious any time at all times remember god has commanded he has not given you a choice and said okay you may choose he says that's mine it's not yours it's mine cast all and you have to give it to him because you are not your own your bought many times we start thinking that i am my own the breath of the lord is in me it means he is the spirit the breath is the pneuma the spirit of god and if that spirit of god the spirit of god dwells in me then i have to obey what god's word says and that word is the truth so cast all your anxiety now we remember that god's word is the highest authority i'd shared this last time and you know and again i repeat that scripture this is important for us who want to get deeper into the word psalms 138 was to hold this as one of your key scriptures of your life okay and we all know what god's word says in that 138 verse 2 this is one of the scriptures that you have always to use i will bow down toward your holy temple and will praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness for you have so exalted your solemn decree that it surpasses your fame i think i'll take actually you take this in king james it is yes. the king james yeah you can read only the second part if you want for thou has magnified for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name and remember the word all thy name okay and we all know god's name is something he's he and and god is limiting himself to the word are we all getting this god is limiting himself just to the word god who made the heaven and the earth 
imagine sometimes i wonder he made a covenant brother and you are teaching on covenants and we are focusing on you know god coming down to our level there are so many planets and galaxies billions and trillions earth is not even a specter of a dot i gave you those numbers last time which i was reading and i realized that you know there are millions of sun that get into one one star okay and i was thinking where is earth in all this and where is a mighty god who has made all this coming down to our level and and coming down and asking our permission do you know god does not move without our permission he went to destroy uh, sodom and gomorrah but before that he comes to abraham and abraham bargains with him and negotiates with him he says would you destroy the righteous with the wicked and then the he says with their 45 people would you still destroy and he comes down to that and and he ensures god goes with what not what abraham says and actually saves uh, his nephew lot so this is how the lord we serve we also go back and see when god wants to destroy the people he comes with a cloud of sulfur and tells moses to move he says i want to destroy your people because of their lack of you know they move out of the faith but what moses says first destroy me and then you destroy the people do you know that brother we have done this exercise yes yes standing and, and in the gap exactly the standing in the gap there's a teaching actually called standing in the gap very powerful teaching on the intercession if you really want to focus on intercession that's a teaching that you really have to understand and god says i want such people who stand in the gap and moses says first destroy me and then touch the people do you know what happened the cloud moves it doesn't go anywhere it just moves back it doesn't destroy anywhere and when we are talking about intercession we are to calling for intercessors to stand in the gap today stand and between god and the people and say lord i stand in the gap first you come against me and then touch anybody else and the lord will not touch you because he sees that faith and that's the kind of faith that god wants and here the word is about all that need so let's let's again go to psalm 35 verse 27 this was the last uh, scripture we had taken last time but we start from here and quickly let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause yeah let them say continually let the lord be magnified which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant now the question here is who has to be magnified you or the lord the lord remember this is very very important let the lord be magnified in your marriage let the lord be magnified in your job let the lord be magnified in your area of your life which you are facing let the lord be magnified in every area with your children let the lord be magnified wherever you have magnified anything else let him be magnified the lord be magnified which had pleasure in the prosperity of his servant you and i are his servants okay now we know this now prosperity is much more than just finances okay we all think prosperity is just finances obviously financial blessing is a part of our life and we have prayed this prayer and we know that none of us will face poverty because jesus has taken the poverty curse on the cross and blessed us with his blessings okay now it involves every aspect of your life 
and every area of your life. So the delight of God over his people prospering is a spiritual law. So God's delight, he delights in our, in our prosperity. Get this right. God delights that his people are prospering and it's a spiritual law that cannot be altered. Amen to this. His people are prospering is a spiritual law which cannot be altered. Therefore, to walk in prosperity, you must first believe that this law is the truth. Are we getting the first requirement of that is to believe that the law, that you're the word of God, the law is the truth. So anything that God says is right and true. Anything that God says is right and true. And we know in John 8, 32, that the truth alone shall set us free. Okay. But if he says that he delights in our prosperity, this is the Lord saying it. This is God who's saying this. Then we must believe and receive that law as our final authority on his will for our lives in that area. Are we getting this? Again, I repeat, if he says that he delights in our prosperity, if he says that he delights in our prosperity, then we must believe and receive that law as a final authority on his will. This is his will for our lives in this area. And this will not be altered. Let the devil come and put lies in you. But remember one thing, this is the truth. And this is our belief that the law is the truth. So the word of God is the truth and that cannot be altered. Are we getting this? Yes. This is important that we understand this because this is critical. Uh, remember, we had a psalm that we had taken up earlier just to remember that God will never break his promise. And that is Psalm 8934. Can, can we go there back again? Now, I'll be highlighting certain spiritual laws today. And if we understand this and start operating on this, we will see all kinds of prosperity in our life. You'll start seeing things move in your life like never before. Amen. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. So isn't this the truth? And this is important, brother, that we understand Psalm 89.34. He clearly says, my covenant I will not break, nor alter the things that is gone out of my lips. So it's very clear if you marry the two, if you see God's word is the final authority. If he says it, he does it. And we choose to believe that he says his final authority in his will for our lives is prosperity. And he delights in the prosperity of his servants. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let's go back again there. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So here, Euclid said, let the Lord be magnified. So one thing is very clear. In your business, who has to be magnified? I want you to write it down. Is your business to be magnified or is the Lord to be magnified? Get this clear. If it's your business, you're having a business. Okay, for the people who are having jobs, who has to be magnified? The boss has to be magnified or the Lord has to be magnified? People who are married, who has to be magnified? Your spouse or the Lord? 
if you're in a relationship with anybody, whether it's a friend, whether it's anybody, who has to be magnified? The Lord or your friend? If it's in your health, who has to be magnified? Your body or the Lord? If it's in your prayer life, who has to be magnified? What you pray or what God has already ordained for you. And this is his ordination for all of us because he has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. This is his will for us. It is not our will, but his will for us. And how does happen when we magnify him in every situation? And we can magnify God only by praising him and giving him glory for everything in our lives. I tell you, if you start from this week, start magnifying God. If you meet your spouse, first give God the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Because thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus, you are the center of my marriage. Jesus, you are the reason I've been blessed with this job. I magnify your name, O Lord. That name above all names. You are the reason of this friendship. I magnify you. Bring God into every situation. Move him in and magnify him. And there's pleasure in the prosperity of that very thing. Okay, are we getting this? Amen, if you're understanding this. Amen. So, some, so let's understand now in certain areas. Okay, let's go further deeper. Since financial issues, let's get to finances and let's all as a prayer group understand this beautiful teaching of God so that we get our finances blessed. Okay, let's go. Since financial issues plague so many people and financial prosperity is encompassed in this spiritual law because it includes all kinds of prosperity, you can release your faith for increase and financial provision to come into your life as a result of this established principle and declaration by God. <clears throat> so when you pray for financial blessing, hold on to this very psalm and remember his words in 3527. Let them shout for joy. So you're not going to shout for sadness. You say, shout for joy. God, I'm so blessed. You're mightily blessed me. Your hand of favor is upon me. Your jealous hand of favor is upon me and my life and my family, upon my being, upon everything that I do. And be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yes, let them say continually. What does it say? There's something that we have to understand here. Can you underline that? Let them say continually. Okay, let's get to the first part, brother. Let them say continually. Because many times we skip the main part. What, this, what does this mean? Can somebody write it down? <clears throat> Let them say continually. What does it say? What does it mean to you? Amen. Thank you. Yes, please write it down. This is our prosperity. This is the last part of the series. So God is teaching us. Let us understand this in depth. Let them say continually. So when you pray the prayer, what do you say? Let the Lord be magnified in this very job, in this very relationship, in this very health, in this very purpose of my life. Let him be magnified Okay, you glorify God. When you magnify his, he's magnified all his name above all, about everything. Okay, that's what Psalm 138 verse 2 said. 
above all things he's magnified his name let the lord be magnified which had pleasure in the prosperity of his servant okay so remember this let them say continually god i magnify you in everything in my life you are everything you are about everything in my life amen give glory to god in every situation of your life let him be glorified let his name be magnified and then a reason of that is his will that you prosper so prosperity is god's will for us it is not something that he chooses to give he has already decided that we should prosper and that is what he delights in so so let's understand this so people who are plagued by issues of financial prosperity have to understand the spiritual law now you can release your faith for increase and financial provision to come into your life as a result of this established principle and declaration by god this by itself is a spiritual law some you know um 35 verse 27 so as with any law that god has established you build your faith to activate it by getting in the word and filling yourself with the truth of the scriptures now i'll tell you one thing if you fill yourself with the truth of the scriptures the rich truth of the scriptures continually underlining and keeping on going deeper into the word what will happen to your mind will it be the same or will it get transformed or will it get renewed what do you think what will happen when you get into the scriptures in now when you go into get get deep into this one thing that will happen as with any law god has established you will start getting transformed and you will start renewing and you will say god always wants my prosperity that's his will for me it's not my will but his will for me and his will is his word and if he has said it i will continually declare because god says let the lord be magnified i will choose to keep on magnifying him in my work in my family in my relationships in my prayer life in every area of my life he will be first and he alone will be first and he says let the let them say continually means all god wants is praises and glorifying him above everything in our life so the praise should change from us to god okay so as i said as with any law that god has established you build your faith to activate it by getting deeper in the word and filling yourself with that truth of the scriptures knowing god wants to prosper you and giving getting an internal picture of your personal prosperity coming to pass if you can can see yourself being prosperous and keep on looking at that vision and saying god you'll prosper your servant i'll always be prosperous in every area ignite that reality of the law and fuel your authority to take possession of what is rightfully yours this is yours and only yours so you have to take possession of it you know many times when we pray and say father i'm praying and i can see somebody is being blessed and someone else claims that blessing do you think god said no 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 you can't take it that blessing was only for sons it was only for us it was not for anybody else are we getting this concept if you're getting this you will understand in the kingdom principle you need to take you have to fuel your authority to take possession of it 
you have to move that scripture and make it work for you in your life you can't say by the stripes and wounds of jesus i am healed by the stripes lord your word says it jesus was brutally scourged and he was punished he was despised he was crushed for my iniquities and that very bruise and the wounds that tore him apart that very wound has completely healed me of whatever dash are we understanding when we put that scripture into our life we take possession of it and we just don't take it as the scripture we make it real and say lord you have said it you have done it amen this is what god wants you to do and and, and god wants such people in his kingdom to start taking possession of things not waiting for jesus please give me please he wants you to take it is yours he's saying this is all yours there's nothing that i have kept for me it is yours i delight in my in the prosperity of my servant so what is yours is yours are we getting the spiritual law so the spiritual law here is as i repeat knowing that god wants to prosper you and get an internal picture of your personal prosperity coming to pass will ignite that reality of the law if you can see yourself in that personal prosperity that it has come to pass what will happen you will fuel your authority and take possession of what is rightly yours if you have a property and the builder has said i've given it to you okay what will happen when you get the keys this is the key that is with you you will take possession of that flat correct or that particular property isn't it brother yes yes what you will go inside and take possession and you are the legal authority of it god is yeah. saying this is the key this is that scripture which is the key of your financial prosperity hold on to it and take and start seeing your life move amen amen let's take another spiritual law now and understand this the law of sowing and reaping let me go to genesis chapter 8 verse 22 always yes thank you thank you sister for saying that if someone wants the god's favor upon his life just keep on saying god's favor is upon my life his favor is upon my life his blessings overtake me and chase me blessings are meant to chase us not we chasing the blessing please understand that is the believer's authority yeah while the earth remains seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease now seed time and harvest we know the brother you had taken a big session on this as well okay in the morning encounter and we know the law of sowing and reaping this is a spiritual law again okay and we know seed time and harvest is a spiritual law that is just as sure as the seasons and the times of the day now you have a summer season it there is a particular season in that when you sow you will reap okay there is winter there is every kind of season okay seasons and the laws actually work very hand in hand the spirit spirit realm works in that same fashion and in the same way i'm going to teach you something more deeper now and get into this and understand this okay and and this is how the lord is teaching us it is the foundational law okay as we said seed time and harvest is a spiritual law and that is as sure as the seasons and times of the day it is a foundational law that governs the kingdom of god again i repeat it is the foundational law that governs the kingdom of god 
Now tapping into the power of this law will plug you in into the kingdom system like never before. When you tap into that power, you plug yourself into that system. Now when we want power, we have to plug ourselves, correct? Does the plug have power by itself? No. If you plug that power into the system and put it on, what happens? Then the power is turned on. That is exactly how we have to plug ourselves into the system using this law of, okay. <clears throat> okay, somebody wants me to repeat. Thank you, Jesus. Have you got it? Can I, okay. See what, what Genesis 8.22 is saying. It is saying that while the earth remained, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Now we know one thing. Every time there's a time of the day, it has to be morning, afternoon, evening, night. You know, there's a cycle, correct? There is summer, there is winter, there's autumn, there's spring. I mean, there are different seasons. Okay, so seed time and harvest is a spiritual law. The same way as it is in the realm, in the physical realm, if you sow a seed, if you sow a mango tree, what do you get? Coconut tree? Mango tree. Correct. If you sow apples, what will you get? Bananas? Apples. So whatever you sow is what you reap. Okay. To understand deeply, this works also in the realm of the spirit. Okay. And this is important. So tapping into the power of this law will plug you directly into that kingdom system like never before. Now the spiritual law, what does it actually say is that whatever you need from God can be accessed through sowing seed. Whatever you need from God can be accessed by sowing seed. Okay. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 6. But this I say, he which sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Okay. Now, hand on your heart, okay? I'm just asking this. Please do not say this preacher is saying this. I'm just saying, have this on the side, okay? If you in your lifetime have seen someone who has been a generous person, okay, not word of God and this, let's put this for a sake in the side, okay? This is a principle. If a person has been a generous person and you know them from childhood or whatever, you've seen them always been giving. In all times they're giving, all times they're always blessing others, always had a kind word. You go to their house, there's always food for others. They give more than what you ask, you know, you just go to their house. Tell me one thing. I'm putting your hand on your heart and not again coming. This, this could be a totally unbeliever, a Hindu, any other person, okay? But they are generous in whatever way. Have you ever seen them lack in life? Question. I'm not taking anything to do with the Bible and this and whether so I'm talking about people who are unbelievers, non-believers. Dear brother, I'm asking you. Now that's true. I'm saying. You know, before you came into the world, you met people, maybe your uncle, maybe a friend, maybe someone you know in your life. You may be some distant person you know in your life. Well, we don't need to take names or anything. But if you know that the person had been a generous person, always a giver, always, you know, somebody came for church, 
he'll give food to everybody. Okay, someone uh, having sick, he'll pay the hospital bill. I'm talking about a person who goes out over and beyond what he's even asked for. Okay, somebody wants something in the church, he goes out and, you know, gives. So somebody is, you know, cooking food, first time they go and give half the food to the priest, let him eat. Okay, you're giving the priest to eat. Now, my question is, does that person have a lack in life? Question. And on the other hand, okay, let me put this in perspective. Have you seen a person on the other hand who has been a miser, who has got all the money in the world, does not give a single cent to anyone, never gives an extra meal to a person, not a kind word because just even spare their words that are used. Okay. And whatever they do, will just keep on. Now tell me in this person's life, would they always be, they would have money. They may have been baby rich, but have you ever seen a flow in their life? Ever seen happiness in their life? Question again. I'm taking this law practically. Okay, a miser, okay, person has got many, but he never chooses to help anybody. And many times when the miser dies and goes, people will squander his wealth and destroy it. You agree? What he saved in his lifetime is got eaten up by all the other people. He never chose to spend it, never gave it to anybody. And in the end, <laughs> nothing will be nothing will be there. My question is not just in the question of money. There are people who don't even have a kind word for other people. You should be genuinely a giver, not only financially, but it's a kind word as well. If somebody meets you, you should make their day. You agree, brother? Yes. You walk into office and the people should say, wow, good one. How are you? How is your day going? I wish you the best day today. You'll have a prosperous day today. Someone has more how you do things. Okay, That is what God looks at the condition of your heart. So my point here is, if you need finances, sow money, sow the money seed and believe God for that provision in your life. If there is some other need that you have, sow in line with what you are believing God for. Sowing is a kingdom way of laying hold of the provision. Okay, so sowing is a kingdom way of laying hold of a provision. Remember this is, God always blesses a generous giver. Yes, seconds, 100%. There's no question. You choose to give food to the poor. You decide to give food to the poor. You will never have lack of food on your table. God will always put food on your table. All your life you'll have food. Put an amen and take it. We all as a prayer group should, will always have food on our tables. Amen. And money in the bank to pay every bill of our life. Amen. So one of the critical laws that every believer must activate in order to see results and truly walk in the authority of God is the law of confession. So God has gifted every person with a powerful creative ability. Okay, words are not just for communication, but they are for creation. Can somebody write creation? Can you write creation? So your words are not just for communication, they are for creation. Your words are creating. Okay? It goes one step further. And this is the law of creation. You're choosing to create. Okay? <clears throat> 
So God spoke words and everything that compromises the earth came into existence by the spoken word. So the again, I said, the words are for creation, not just communication. Okay. He is a speaking spirit. And like him, we also have been granted the ability to create things with our words. Now, many people you have noticed, okay, we have got so many people and so many testimonies, powerful testimonies on this group. People who have never had a job for such a long time have massively got job. The only thing they came to me, oh, brother Russell, and we just would say only one thing. Keep on thanking God that you received a job. Thank you, Lord, I've received the job. And they would have seen themselves. Yes or no, brother? Yes. And we would, our prayer is, and it continues to everyone, not just you and me and Brother Russell, but all of us know this. We have all applied this. It's not that we have just said, okay, only we two are doing it, but everyone has been called to change their prayer pattern and start believing in the completed work and say, Lord, I've already got the job. You already got that job. Now tell me one person in that whole list who prayed who's still unemployed. Brother, do you know anyone? No, I'm not aware of anyone. I mean, people who have come here, even during the prayer sessions, have got the offer letter. During this prayer, we are making a prayer and the offer letter suddenly comes in and they have received it. All because they choose to believe God's word and believe the completed work of God. Firstly, how you would pray, Lord, please bless me with a job. Please give my son a job. Please give my daughter a job. Please give me a job. Please, Lord, please, if you please, Okay, now you say, Lord, I thank and praise you because your word has said that I have received what I've asked and I know in faith I've released my word and the word spoken has come to pass. And now when you do and believe in the finished works of Jesus with our speech, that prayer is an answered prayer. You know why? Because Jesus said it is finished. Are we getting this now? We're changing the level of faith here. This prayer group has started moving and there's going to be moving in your life. I'm telling you this. Okay. I have, we have prayed with so many people who have never had a job for years and now they are so happily employed that they are doing so well. People who never have houses, they got houses. People who have got, see, it's not a question of this physical because these physical things are just the material things that we get, but we should be soaked in the word of God. That is the truth. Because sometimes, as Brother Russell early and points out regularly, that many times when we are prosperous, we forget what God is and start moving into, you know, fruit and we start looking at the blessing and forget the person who blessed us. Are we getting that? And many times we become so busy that we don't realize that this all happened because I chose to bless my Lord. I chose to magnify him. I chose to make him the center of my life. And he says, let the people say continually that they magnify God. The moment you stop believing God and you start moving into the blessing, people start forgetting the one who blessed them. And they become so busy, the devil slowly makes this an easy way out for you to realize that the job is so important now that there is no time for the creator, the author of your faith. Have we, got, have we got this? The law of confession is the law of creation. When you always pray, remember, always remember to pray 
by activating everything with the finished works of Jesus with our speech. This is a beautiful law of confession. Then let's go now to the law of decree. Let's go to Job chapter 22, verse 28. Please underline this. Again, a very powerful spiritual law that we have to understand. Very, very powerful. Thou shall also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. The ones who are being on this, this is one of the most powerful in the whole series, actually. And people who are here will be blessed mightily. What's the meaning of the word decree? Question. Can you type it? What do you mean by decree? Yes, Anyone else? Powerful, huh? This is really powerful. Yes, yes, keep on typing. Whatever you think. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyone else? If you come here every Friday or any of our sessions, it should be transformational, not educational. And that's what I believe always. I said, the Lord, if you can help us to transform our minds or renew them, that is all that I pray for, Lord. That we don't just go home and say, wow. But we realize that this taught us something, changed our faith, and we see the results. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Yes, absolutely. Okay, what the word of God says this, thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee. Thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee. It shall be. Does it say it may be? Shall be established. Now let's get to understand this. See, the essence of the law of confession is this, basically. It says a decree is defined as an official order issued by a legal authority. So it is an order, it's an edict, it's a command. It's a commandment, it's a mandate, it's a proclamation. It also means to proclaim, to dictate, or to pronounce. Now, our spiritual authority is invested in our words. We have what we verbally confess. Remember, we have what we verbally confess. This is a spiritual law and it works both for good as well as for evil. And that's why in Proverbs 18, 20 and 21, uh, take me there, please. Now, this is linked to that law. Because whatever you decree, when you decree a thing, it shall be established in your life. Are we getting this? So many people. Yeah, go ahead. 20 and 21. Yeah. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. 
and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Are we getting this? A man's belly shall be satisfied with satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. See, when you keep on speaking, you know why I ask to testify, because you give glory to God, and what God says, I I delight in the prosperity of my servant, and what I need to do is magnify him. Let us understand this is a spiritual law, not my law. I choose, how many of us choose to have prosperity? How many of us choose to be total failures in this life? I said, no, no, absolutely, 100%. You know, if you want to be prosperous and God moving in every area of your life, how many of you say, I would like to be prosperous? I want to be, all my life, I want to be prosperous. The favor of God should be upon me all my life. Why should you take it only for certain seasons and say, no, only in the summer, I like to be prosperous. Huh? Only summer. Is it like that? Now, this is a spiritual law that says the man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Means if you start speaking and creating and creating and speaking, a Christian should never be silent, by the way. Should always be speaking God's word over his life. Are we getting this? That's what the people who speak God's word over their life. Even a situation comes in their life that also turns around for their favor because they have spoken God's word over their life. There are some people on our group who testify every week. God works in their life always because he gets magnified. Are we getting this now? When you magnify him, he delights in your prosperity. This is a spiritual law. Testifying is not just a choice. It's I choose to be prosperous in the Lord. And he choose, chooses his will to prosper me. Are we understanding this deep truth? This is very deep, but this is the truth. I can't speak it more than that. It's plain words. I'm connecting scripture straight in front of you. It says a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Does it say anything? Brother, how do you understand There's a direct connection with satisfaction, as in satisfying the belly and what you speak. Now, Satisfied. many people, question here is, if you always speak lack in your life, will you be always be filled? Question. You will be filled with the lack. Absolutely, 100% correct. Absolutely, 100% correct. So our words are so powerful that they carry spiritual weight in the unseen realm and cause things to come to pass. Are we getting this? Yes. So this scripture clearly tells us that the tongue holds the tongue, basically, the power of the tongue. It says that the power of the tongue, so the scripture basically telling us the tongue holds the power of life and death. Our words are so powerful that they carry spiritual weight in the unseen realm and cause things to come to pass. Now, mastering the spiritual law okay, is probably one of the most important disciplines a believer can practice. How many of you agree about the spiritual law? 
I would say to a very great extent, if a thought comes to you, which is not from God, the Holy Spirit will quickly tell you because the moment the thought comes in, it will go into your heart and out of the abundance of the heart, a man speaks. Are you getting this? So your spoken word would come to pass, but do you realize it's first in the thoughts? And that's why the warfare always takes place. The enemy always comes in our mind. He attacks us always. It's the battlefield of the mind. Now, so much happens in our life is a result of the words we speak as we turn on the law of confession. Those who hold their tongues and are mindful of what they say are able to keep their lives away from destruction. Even if you're going through a tough time, just keep on thanking God and saying, Lord, you can't see anything moving in the realm of, in the physical realm, nothing, nothing. Just keep on thanking God and say, Lord, I see abundance in my life. Abundance, you're flooding me, Lord, you're flooding me. Things are just moving. Just don't look at that physical situation and say, Lord, you're flooding me, flooding me. Your favor is upon me, Lord, I receive. And you keep on uttering this continuously. Nothing is moving in the physical, but you are just continuously filling and creating that spirit realm with your, with your words. Okay, but those who say evil things will experience what positive things or negative consequences? The evil that they speak is what they get. Exactly. So when evil happens in front of you, you start out, no, brother, but I can see evil. I'll speak evil, or you know, what do you think? I'll speak good. Yeah, then you're sowed your seed. Oh, brother, what seed are you talking about? You sowed your seed. That's that spiritual seed that has gone there. A duel come to pass, and you will have to eat it. So no one can escape the inherent or the inevitability of this law. And this is the truth of this law. Again, meditating on the word of God and allowing it to shape your speech will release the power of God to bring things to pass in your life. You know, understand by understanding God's word and meditating on it, you will only speak on what word of the word of God within your heart. That's why faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Are we getting this now? So the people who testify and say, I praise God and glorify God, actually they are following a spiritual law by doing only one thing. They are magnifying God. And what's the result of magnifying God? He delights in your prosperity. Are we getting this truth? Yes. It's 100% linked. Please understand one thing. Nothing happens for nothing in the world. The realm of the spirit is more powerful in the physical realm. 2 Corinthians 4.18 is not, I did first session after session on this. The Holy Spirit taught me in this. And you can still take 2 Corinthians 4.18 quickly. Um, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, yet another spiritual law. Let's get to this. I, have you understood the law of confession? Remember, the law of confession is a bridge between the spiritual and the physical realm. Can somebody write that? The law of confession is the bridge between the spirit realm and the physical realm. Very deep things the Lord is teaching us today, isn't it, brother? Yes. Very deep. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 
if somebody understands this, the law of confession is the bridge between the spiritual and the physical realm. Okay, so then the spirit realm and the and the physical realm is you create. Okay, the words are not communication now. We learn the words are creation. So yet another spiritual law is the law that says that whatever you allow to get into your heart in abundance will overwhelm and over overpower your life. Okay, and this is Proverbs four twenty three. It's again a spiritual law again. And this is to guard your heart. Are you learning something? Is this blessing you? Put an amen if it's blessing you. If you're really understanding how deep we are going into the word today. Yes, brother, read. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Okay, remember another spiritual law, as I said, is the law that says whatever you allow to get into your heart in abundance will overwhelm and overpower your life. Now, whenever you have to sin, all it starts is with what? What's the first part of a sin? Where does it come? Where does the devil tempt you? Where does a it thought. Come? A thought. Yes, it starts with a thought. Now, if you allow that thought and you start thinking into that thought, what happens now? If you start thinking in that thought, that pattern that the devil has given you, you start thinking. It becomes a desire in your heart. Are you getting it? You desire to do something. Now, suppose you think of an evil person. Every time you try to avoid the person, the devil puts that person in your mind. And you should keep on blessing because that's a law of blessing that person. The person comes, bless the person continuously so that you come out of it. But you choose to think of that person. What will happen to you? Will your day be very nice and happy and blessed? Because soon after that person's thoughts keep coming in, you will start also making utterances. And this is exactly that law. Keep that heart with all diligence for it comes, comes the issues of life. You know, when, I, when we did a prayer about, you know, that first, brother, remember this, when we did a whole session on this, it's Lord Jesus, Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. Remember that prayer, any of you that I yes. prayed? Yes. Lord Jesus, locate me in your mercy. It was a prayer actually for this very scripture. Proverbs 4 verse 23. Because you can't control the heart the mind keeps on that it cups keeps on hopping you go into church you keep or somebody comes you look that side then you look this side some noise you look that side you get distracted but when the word of god is continuously meditated in your heart jesus take all of me give me all of you jesus take all of me give me all of you jesus take all of me and give me all of you jesus take everything of me and give me everything of you jesus take all of me give me all of you jesus take all 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 of me and give me all of you now what happens you're continuously focusing on that word and continuously that word is in you, in you, in you, in you. Now, even if there's a distraction outside, it doesn't change you because you continuously be in that word. Are we getting this? Yes. Stop being in the word and see how the heart starts. I'm just asking you to check your own self, including me. If you don't guard your heart, from it comes all the issues of life. 
and this is what the word of god says keep the heart with all diligence from it comes all the issues of life so guarding your heart is essentially to maintain a life that is flowing with the power and authority of god of god you guard your heart like guard your very heart by being particular about what you allow to come before your eyes and what you allow to go in your ears this law also works in conjunction with the law of confession because you're guarding your heart also means you watch your words now it's not just thoughts if you see someone or see something immediately your heart gets either fear or happiness or some of those things are we getting this so we have the authority to command into existence all the finished works of jesus in fact both jesus and the father agreed that we are to command the work of his hands let's get to isaiah chapter 45 verse 11 so when you pray remember all the people who are praying prayers of agreement do not pray father i come in the name of jesus and believe that this prayer i am going to make you will help us okay are we getting how you will pray now somebody who is doing we all have to pray prayers of agreement on this prayer group okay? the prayer of agreement is our blessing of this prayer group our focus on this prayer group is matthew 18 19 this is a unique thing of how we work and we work in having a prayer partner we work in moving with each other we work in such a way that we all work together as a family it is our prayer group it is not brother russell or brother vivek we is our prayer group and the holy spirit is the boss here he decides what he wants to do are we getting this so very importantly we have to understand that when we pray we pray with the finished works of jesus on the cross and he said that it is done and finished so if somebody is praying for a job how will you make a prayer let me just see somebody writing what prayer they make i want to understand this that whether my teaching is helping or it is just not teaching can you write okay somebody we are praying for a person okay this is practical we are learning to do a practical thing here we are agreeing over someone who has not got a job and we want to pray for him for a job what are we going to do what would be our prayer can you just write down how would you pray in a line what should we pray what should we approach it's important to write okay because we are actually operating in a law spiritual law so because this is our very focus of our prayer group is matthew 18 19 making prayers of agreement i would like to put that very ground from this very teaching into practice in our daily prayer are we all understanding amen if you're getting it yeah brother can you read thus saith the lord the holy one of israel and his maker ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands command ye me can you take this in another this it's a little bit take me in uh, go then i king james right yeah go ahead yeah. from easier first
this is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and its maker. Concerning things to come, do you question me about my children or give me orders about the work of my hands? So if you look at the next verse, also, it is I. Can you read that one? It is I who made the earth and created mankind on it. My own hands stretched out the heavens. I marshaled their starry hosts. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So our commands turned on the spiritual law that caused manifestation to come into our lives. Again, I'll repeat. Our commands turn on spiritual laws that cause manifestation to come into our lives. That's why people who speak of the finished job, okay, they may not see for a few months nothing. I've, I've seen this really powerful in so many people who are praying for children who have never got children. And they speak that they already got a child, got a child, and name the child and speak as if it's already done. And soon God makes that come to pass. Somebody expecting a house, looking for a house, not being able to sell their house, will see a sale happen suddenly. Somebody looking for something, when they use this prayer pattern, start seeing things that were absolutely stagnant, they'll see things start flowing. Somebody praying for a life partner, somebody praying for a child, someone praying for a job, someone praying for financial blessing, someone praying for you know, a life partner to a great extent, yes, God will bring that life partner into being. It is just a question of understanding this law and operating in the finished works of Christ. How many of you are being blessed by the series? Thank you, Jesus. All glory to God, okay? I'm again saying this, glory to God, not to the preacher. Amen. Every day should be a day of intentionally activating spiritual law and using your authority. Use your authority and claim it. Make that scripture work for you. Let heaven said, or oh, this man has pulled that scripture out of that situation and brought it to pass in his life. The lady with the issue of blood, she went and touched the hem of the Lord's garment. With everything, she could only see a healing. She could see the Lord. Think of that lady and her focus. Did she focus on the people or she focused on the Lord? Think of her. She just saw the Lord. There were hundreds of people pushing. Hey, don't come. Don't come. She, in fact, she was not supposed to come out. She would have been killed. But she still went her way and touched his garment because she focused only on the Lord. And nothing else mattered to her. She never looked left or right. And that's what the word says in, in Joshua 1.8. Don't look on your left and the right. Just look on the word. Let the word only be running your life. So question here. Every day should be a day of intentionally activating spiritual laws and using authority. Never let a day go by without declaring the word of God over your life. Never let a day go by without declaring the word of God over your life. In doing so, you are sowing good seed into your spirit and using the power of words to create your reality. Are we understanding this? We are creating with the words. There's no prayer called silent prayer. It's a word of creation. 
we are called creators when we speak and use the law of confession and the law of authority. We are being authorized to command. He, is, he has given us that permission to authorize and command. Okay. So the question here is, so you create your reality by speaking it. Believe in your heart and not doubting what God said in his word also guarantees you that you will see what you say. Now, if God has said, God wants us to be prosperity, but somebody meets you and says, no, who said that? God never said that. He said that you should be suffering. Should suffer. Now, people interpret the word of God the way they want to interpret. My question is, if you speak suffering, what will you get? Prosperity? I'm asking you. You know why people think this way? They think that unless and until, are you getting this? Unless and until you suffer and suffer and suffer, so much you suffer and this, then only God will bless you. Because everything is a show. I need to do something. God will see me and see what I'm doing and then he'll bless me. Does the God say that, okay, I have blessed you? Question is this to you today. I'm putting it straight. It may hurt someone, but I'm saying it. Does God say, I have blessed you? Or I have given you? Or does he say, your faith has given you what you want? So where is the question now of people saying, do not fall into the lies and traps of people giving you their interpretation of the word. This is the word for you. It's his will that you prosper in all that you do. Speak it and receive it. Do not start speaking of all kinds of evil, suffering, all kinds of problems. Okay? Faith is given to you. That's absolutely right, sister. You have a choice to speak and create. You're a creator. Today you understood your word is a creation. You're creating with your words. Not just communicating, but you're creating. So believe in your heart and not doubting what God has said in his word also guarantees that whatever you say, okay, whatever you, you, that you will see what you say actually. Spiritual laws are like a combination block opening a word of blessings to you when you use the right combination. All of these laws work alongside each other to set God's will for your life in motion. Your life should always be moving. It should not be stagnant. Christianity is not a stagnant. It keeps moving. Rivers, he said, of living waters. A river does not see stagnant, it keeps moving. There are streams of rivers of living waters. When you actively engage in the laws of God, you are walking in spiritual authority and releasing his power in the earth. Again, I said, when you are walking in spiritual authority, when you actively engage in the laws of God, you are actually walking in spiritual authority and releasing his powers in the earth. Now, this is what this whole teaching was all about. If someone, before we end in prayer, can write in the whole series, the five-part series, what did you get from this teaching in maybe a word or a line and how it could impact your prayer life? Because I believe this is, a, this is going to change the way we pray. 
will you start begging and say jesus please bless me or you'll call brother vivek or brother asil brother pray for me your prayer is heard so what are you telling god that no no my prayer will never be heard and you'll speak it out will you have the courage to speak that word from your mouth after going through this session so what have you learned basically can you can somebody share they felt that this has helped them why am i sharing this because i want us to start moving out of our our egypt we all have to get out of egypt there's slavery in our prayer as well many times we don't realize that but as god has started moving something in us if you're part of this prayer group you're going to see change and change for the better yes thank you thank you for the ones that are writing i'm so blessed to have such wonderful people who are really coming here to receive that eternal manna whatever you have received here i just want to tell you today that it's not just the preachers who have the power you and i and all children of god who are believers in his word that is the truth have the power to speak his word over a situation and create that new change to what you want to see if somebody understood the concept of magnifying god remember always whenever you get a chance to testify not only on this platform or any platform open your mouth and testify you are operating in a spiritual law which god has to answer are we getting this you're putting god there and said i have operated in this law and now there's an activation of his blessing that will follow remember one thing do not care about the right or the left we learn that focus on the lord open your mouth magnify him in front of others he has to ensure that the prosperity of his servant will take into consideration because that's his will for you he will make it work now we also know that there's a strong enemy who does not want us to be happy and that's why we have to pray against the enemy's plan because the enemy did not want me to even preach this today put all sorts of problems for me today in my working day but i said no lord you're making going, going to make this a very powerful session and i'm sure the people who are here today are blessed how wonderful it is to be part of a group where we are one and the one that we are part of is Christ he is the center of our group we are not brother asil sister shanin or brother savio or brother vivek sister janela or you know sister jane or anybody we are one if it pains you it pains me if it pains brother asil it pains me if it pains sister shanin it pains me praise if it pains sister rashmi it pains me if it pains sister veera it pains me i have to pray and that's why we have this beautiful platform of the telegram where we can actually write our prayer requests there is someone who's praying with you this is the beauty of this is if you don't have a prayer partner i keep saying ask for a prayer partner don't wait for it to become you know i'll keep praying something there is someone who has got your back so we have two or three people also who could take this word the best part is if you could take this teaching and go down and in your own churches or on your place 
wherever you have your prayer, you could share this teaching with other people. Bless them as well. If they don't want to be part of this prayer group, fine, that's okay. You be that Christ to them. Are we getting this? In fact, Sister Jane writes this whole teaching and puts it on the group. You have it in writing. Just take it and go on. You can just go and preach that. How much we are blessed with powerful teeth. Like Sister Jane is a blessing to our prayer group. She writes the whole teaching. You have it with you. Go to your churches, wherever you are, and actually do that. What is your brother? Yes. We need to operate out of faith. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And that's exactly what Brother Russell does in early morning morning encounters. He's actually telling us to move out of our comfort zone and start moving. Them. And all our sessions, right, be it the morning daily encounter, the rosary, the divine mercy, the prayer requests we put on group, it's all about intercession. We're all praying for the needs of others. So if this is truly blessing you as a prayer group, why don't you give this to someone who can who's having a misery in their life? Let them also understand this praying pattern of this prayer group. And move into the blessing. Let them get out of the Egypt. If they are in Egypt, you are okay on Egypt. Okay, thank you. I'll stay there only. We should be saying, okay, I'll put you into that promised land. Let's understand. Even my praying pattern was different. It was Brother Johnson who came and sowed the seed here. And this is continuing. Many prayer groups start and disappear. But here the Holy Spirit transit. It is Him, not me. I have no power, all power and all glory to our Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Share this link with somebody. Let's get into our final prayer. Now, this is our deliverance prayer. So pray this after me. <clears throat> and this is prayer against the enemy's plan who does not want you to operate in a spiritual law. Russell, <clears throat> repeat after me. Abba Father. Abba Father. I submit my tender and fragile spirit. I submit my tender and fragile spirit. Into your mighty hands. Into your mighty hands. My human or spiritual enemies. My human or spiritual enemies. Have surrounded me. Have surrounded me. And they wear on my emotions. And they wear on my emotions. And cause my strength to decrease. And cause my strength to decrease. I ask that you would give me peace. I ask that you would give me peace. Help me to stop gazing at their deceptive plots. Help me to stop gazing at their deceptive plots. And strengthen me to focus. To focus. And strengthen me to focus. On heaven's strategy for warfare. On heaven's strategy for warfare. I declare that I will not let the enemy's plot scare me. I declare that I will not let the enemy's plot scare me. Because I know you are near to me, Father. Because I know you are near to me, Father. I thank you that you are the Alpha and Omega. I thank you that you are the Alpha and Omega. The great I am. The great I am. The one that parted the sea. The one that parted the sea. And the God that causes all things to work together for my good. And the God that causes all things to work together for my good. I remember your miraculous works, Abba. I remember your miraculous works, Abba. I remember that you destroyed the enemy's plans. I remember that you destroyed the enemy's plans. To trap humanity into darkness. To trap humanity into darkness. 
by sending your only begotten son jesus christ by sending your only begotten son jesus christ as a final sacrifice for sin as a final sacrifice for sin i am in awe of your love for humanity i am in awe of your love for humanity and i choose to partner with you and i choose to partner with you in prayer for the salvation of souls across the globe in prayer for the salvation of souls across the globe i declare a victory i declare a victory over my situation over my situation despite what i see despite what i see thank you god thank you god that enemy's plans for me are derailed that the enemy's plans for me are derailed exposed and destroyed exposed and destroyed i agree that every negative word i agree that every negative word and witch's curse spoken over me is cancelled again and witch's i agree that every negative word and witch's the witch's and witch's witch's curse spoken over me is cancelled in jesus name spoken over me are cancelled in jesus name thank you father thank you father for cancelling every demonic assignment on my life for cancelling every demonic assignment on my life i trust you god i trust you god to give me the strength and courage needed to give me the strength and courage needed to believe that you will avenge me and fight my battles to believe that you will avenge me and fight my battles i ask for patience love i ask for patience love gentleness gentleness kindness kindness wisdom and faith wisdom and faith to finish this trial strong to finish this trial strong thank you abba father thank you abba father for you are my protector for you are my protector and even though i walk through the darkest valley and even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil i will fear no evil for you are for you are with me with me your rod and your staff they comfort me your rod and your staff they comfort me and the precious blood of jesus is over my life and the precious blood of jesus is over my life i thank and praise you abba father i thank and praise you abba father and make this mighty prayer i make this mighty prayer an answered prayer an answered prayer in jesus mighty name i pray in jesus mighty name i pray amen amen and all believers said amen 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 if you being blessed by this teaching please share it we finish the series officially today and we'll have something greater in the coming weeks to come so if you are being blessed by this prayer group gift it to somebody do not allow a day to go by where you're not speaking the word of god over your life remember the word of decree and declare to decree over your life things will start moving i'm sure you'll be blessed please also brother rusty is covering a lot of the covenants so please be a part of the morning encounters you can join it live we are blessing the anointing of the holy spirit is so powerful if you're being blessed give glory to god and do this give a testimony on the 
prayer group and a telegram group because there are many people on the telegram group who don't even come for our prayer meetings they just join the group just to be a part of the group thank you jesus if this has blessed you i'm telling you your life is a blessing from now you will only see days of the land of milk and honey which were hidden away from you but they are always god's will for you and this was one of the best teachings that we went through and this please go through this again if you want to listen to the recording so that it blesses you for that because there's a lot of depths in this teaching father and thank you in the name of jesus i pray amen good night and god bless thank you brother russell and thank you everyone for joining and be a blessing to the nations amen take care amen thank you brother vivek thank you